0: Welcome back to the show that is inconsequential, yet matters a whole heck of a lot. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am the Deleter of Worlds, here to rehab a tired, lame character. I am Amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he is winning the greatest Royal Rumble, and thus this giant trophy and green title belt, he is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. I'm green, I'm green, I'm big and green. Well, you're not green. Your title is big. Oh, uh. Now show it off to all the people. I paid you good money for this. <laughs> <laughs> keep doing it. <laughs> 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 More money here. I'm throwing it at you. Um, keep posing. Okay. It, if this if this is a throwaway,
1: never going to be used by anyone else. Stupid title. Make it not look stupidly small and fat in front, and make it not look stupidly small in the hands of the person you're going to give it to.
0: You kind of call your shot if you do that. It's They gave him a giant trophy and a tiny title belt. So maybe they, they thought it would meet somewhere in the middle. <laughs> so that that we're talking about the greatest Royal Rumble here on Pro Grapplers. And thank you for joining us. We are going to get to that event eventually. But it's it, it was it's a weird week. So that happened on Friday. But we're recording on Saturday. So we can already talk about it. But we're also going to talk about Raw and SmackDown. So we're going to work the week together. Uh, chronologically as it happened and we're also changing up the format here a little bit uh we're gonna try and focus a little bit more we don't want to just recap the past week because lord knows every wrestling podcast does that to some degree and also i think the most fun i have with wrestling is when i get to watch it with my friend um i do say friend because it's usually just one guy oh um i thought it was me well, I don't get to watch wrestling with you, so if you ever want to watch a live stream together, we can comment back and forth. That could be fun. But no, uh, th- this this guy's name is Phil. He lives here in town with me. And when we watch together, we... I wouldn't say we rebook the show, but we definitely extrapolate and talk about things that clearly would not happen, um, that we'd like to see happen. And that that is where the fun of wrestling comes for me, is like imagining what you could do with this roster yourself. Like kind of fantasy booking, but also... D- taking it to the to the nth degree just for comedic effect. And that's where I have fun with it. I think that's where we'll have fun with it the most as well. So we are we're trying a couple of um different kind of subjects, kind of topics and we're talking about what would we ha- what would happen if each of us had to grapple with this. What if happens if how would we rebook some of these things that maybe didn't go so well on the show? And so Um, Steve, I'm going to let you kick it to me first, and uh, you you give me something to grapple with.
1: All right, uh, so you kind of hinted at it with your your intro, but I think Deleter of Worlds is a stupid name, and I think that trying to combine the two most off-tone entrances in the history of the WWE is lame, and I think their finisher is lame. So I want you to completely repackage Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt.
0: Um, okay, so I do not need to repackage them because I think they are a very good package. It's just the wrapping around Okay, them. fair enough. And Re-wrap. I, yes. The package is is ready, is prepared. It has been... All the work is done for me over these past years. I just have to wrap it up with a nice bow. So, intro. Something that is not just literally Matt's intro. Then Bray's intro. Then Matt's intro again. <laughs> yes, please. That, that's that literally is, what is stupid. And I want that to is catch. very, very, very lazy. And I have to imagine that's placeholder. Hopefully they'll come up with something else because you've got... I mean, Matt has not had a, a great intro. He literally just comes out and basically says, I will delete you. And then just does delete a thousand times and then gets in the ring while crazy, bombastic music is playing. Meanwhile, you have Bray who has the fireflies. Like, he has... One of the best entrances in WWE, uh, which made his character just that much more sucky because then the mash- the lights come back on. It's like, oh, now we have a Bray Wyatt. Oh, White yeah, match. Bray Wyatt's there. Yeah, I forgot about that part. So j- to just combine those two is lame. There's got to be something. Like, I-, I think you could maybe make a new theme for both of them. Like, say you're going with this for a while and make it I don't, really creepy. Like they're supposed to be like creepy dudes together. Like they they creep you out. They're weird. So make it really weird. Like right now, Matts is like a piano within. Just like I said, boom, bum, bada, bum, bum, bada, and it's just pretty typical. Outside of him screaming, "I will delete you, delete you, delete you." So yeah, really just play up the weird factor for both of them and get rid of Bray's music because he can have that if he has a singles match or whatever. But give them a tandem song it's and and the reason i think they're not going to do this unfortunately is because look at the bar like the bar is an official tag team has been for years and what is their theme it's cesaro and then it's sheamus
1: but it used to be literally just that they came out separately and here they've at least kind of merged into their thing you've got the the big Boom, and then you've got, I I have never understood why Cesaro slowly wiggles his way under Sheamus' armpit. Like, I love the bar. That one part of the intro is weird, and it's awkward. Like, he's supposed to be sliding, but you can see him go, womp, 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 womp.
0: I think it's it's kind of a callback. Like, I think the, the walk looks like Scott Hall's walk. Like, it looks like he stole that straight from him, which he maybe he did. Um, they're both geeks. Like, they are both goofy guys. Like, Cesaro plays a crap load of, like, uh, Clash Royale. And so, that them doing that thing, and then the whole Dragon Ball Z point. Uh, I like Kamehameha, the Dragon I mean, Ball
1: Z point. I think that's Right, perfect. but again,
0: all of that together, like, makes no sense. Like, if you if you don't know any of that, like, where they got that, it, it makes no sense. So... I I would rebook this, but I don't have any confidence that they would ever actually do anything because of what they've done with their other teams. Like If you're not a team when you came in, then we're just going to mash it together so we can break you up just as easily. And that's that sucks. Well, when um, that happens and
1: Sheamus just comes out to the ring and points to no one in the Wonder Twins pose, that's going to look bad, and I hope they don't do that.
0: Uh, yes, agreed. And I also... I'm not great coming up with tandem finishers, so... I'm sure there's something better than I will. Uh, I forget what that move is called, where that you just pick them up from. Like you basically connect crotches and then lift, or <laughs> pivot the dude up. Wait. It's like you would do when you, when you had action figures as a kid.
1: Wait, you would connect your action figures' crotches?
0: No, but like the GI Joes would like connect together because they're the rubber bands like get tangled or whatever. Don't 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 <laughs> ask me about that right now. I can't revisit that part of my childhood. What? Well, i don't moving on yes please Moving on. i'll delete you i'm deleting you um i have to make sure i do it like this if i do it like this it's a different thing hand yes
1: straight not up crowd stop del- okay. tr- stop deleting because you have to go up to avoid smacking people in the
0: head and you look bad yes Yes, it's the Nazi thing. That's the bad part. Um, so, yeah, there's there's things they can do, be doing better. But as we saw at uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble, they did capture the tag team titles. They are now the Raw tag team champions. And so I think that sets up a lot of feuds for them that will be a lot of fun. And I hope they have a lot of fun with it. And that is how I would grapple with that situation. Here is one I have for you. Okay. Chad Gable uh-huh. has his first match on Raw. Versus Jinder Mahal. Basically gets his butt kicked until all of a sudden he doesn't and he wins. <laughs> give Chad Gable a better first match on Raw. Now remember, Chad Gable had a one-on-one match with AJ Styles last year that tore the freaking house down. He did. He did. Uh, so we, we
1: could do that. We could just give him a quality opponent and he will have a quality match and that would be great. But I think... Big missed opportunity that we had a lot after Superstar Shakeup is they didn't play with the the movement. Like everyone's like, okay, I'm just here now and now I just fight these people. Like you only get one shot at the moving story. So you should really try and play that up. Um I just had to double check, but yes, Chad Gable, official weight, if you Google Chad G- Gable weight, two hundred and three pounds. Not a big guy. So we're gonna lean into that. We're going to start with the exact same scene with him and Kurt Angle, because you actually needed that to remind people about Jason Jordan, because most people had forgotten, and and it was a nice callback, like, oh, hey, yeah, uh, I wrestled with this dude for a long time, I'm concerned about him, M- makes sense. So you start with that. But instead of having Mahal come in and be a dick, uh, you have Kurt Angle explain that since Chad Gable is under 205 pounds and 205 Live wrestlers are officially on the Raw roster. He's going to have him wrestle on 205 Live. And you have to be really careful here because I don't want to downplay the cruiserweight division. I don't want it to feel like uh, second potatoes, but I don't want Chad to want to do it. I want him to kind of be, but I, I can, and have him call back he's like, no, I'm an Olympic wrestler. I, You saw what I did with AJ Styles. I can wrestle with the big boys. And is like, I know you can't. But I think you bring some star power to uh, 205 Live. I think you will represent a ground-based game. Like, play up like Kurt Angle as an old curmudgeon. Like, you know, wrestling's about wrestling, not about backflips. I want you to get in there and put a headlock on a guy. So I'm going to put you in a number one contenders match with Drew Gulag, who is not happy about this whole thing. Drew Gulag's like, wait, no, I should be the number one contender for all these reasons. And Trina was like, "Nope, we're gonna put a new spin on the whole division. You guys, number one contenders match, second to main event of Raw. Like you're gonna be the second last match. This is gonna be a big thing." And Drew Gulag has two hours to make Chad Gable gain three pounds. So the rest of the show is cutting to Drew Gulag giving him gifts like some heavy shoes, or three pounds of ham, or a couple beer. And then they they go on and they have an awesome match because we know that Chad Gable can wrestle and Drew Gulag can wrestle. These guys are great performers. They could put on an excellent match. But after the weigh-in, Chad Gable now weighs 206 pounds and is ineligible as the number one contender. So Drew Gulag gets to be number one contender. And for the rest, for the next six months, every time we see Chad Gable, he's eating a ham.
0: So, okay, I I have so many. There, there's three three corrections I have to issue for you. Okay. Um, one of which will break up part of your plan for this. And also, so you basically just turn him into Frank from It's Always Sunny. He's just eating his rum ham whenever you see him. Yeah. <laughs> You've completely rebooked Chad Gable. Or Turkey Not lakes. in a way I thought you would. I did say give him a better first match on Raw. I, I think it say, would be a better first match uh i it would have been more interesting i'll say that um so okay let's let's i, I meant to write them down because he kept <laughs> just firing them off i'm like no that's not true no <laughs> wait what right. did i miss up um the cruiserweights are not on raw they haven't been for some time they actually took them off of raw and smackdown they're only on 205 live now
1: if you google um, raw superstars to get an idea of who you can book people against they're there
0: well th- they're not but <laughs> yes um, so that's one uh, I don't remember what two was There's, I, I need to write these things down next. I, I need to be <laughs> typing as you're saying you gotta take notes of my like. fantasy booking the, the, bit, the, the other one was that it's Drew Gulak not Drew, Drew Gulag <laughs> you're mixing up your well, Dr- <laughs> your well then he should change because Drew
1: Gulag is a much scarier name we'll put it you is. in the Drew Gulag and that's his submission hold and he just like chokes the life out of you and gives you no will to live
0: I think that's probably why he didn't choose it. Uh, it's a bit, a bit too dark, maybe. Um, so yeah, I, I I like that idea. He I could like, make uh, him some special they... Drew Goulash.
1: Like this is a family recipe that I want to, I always give to my opponent. It's just a show of goodwill. And it's just it's just cheese and cream. That'll fatten you right up. I
0: I will say that um, in that regard, I do like the the fire that they gave Drew Gulak after. Uh, Drake Maverick came in and reintensified everything and they have returned to a little bit of the goofiness when he like teased a PowerPoint presentation and he's like no I was kidding it's not time for that it's time to beat somebody's ass let's do this um, so uh, uh, from that perspective maybe maybe he's done with the goofy stuff but I I do like anything that gives Chad Gable something to do other than I'm an awesome wrestler watch me wrestle because that seems to be the death knell if you're in WWE. If you're a great wrestler and you have no character, then they have nothing for you. Like, yep. that's, that has killed so many performers recently and before. So, uh, yeah, I, I would not want that spot for him. Um, we're going to look at things that I think were, and the title may change, Book to Perfection. These are things that I personally thought uh, were very good. And I thought they were done very well. And we're looking at Kevin and Sammy getting their first real night on Monday Night Raw. And they get their own show. The Sammy and Kevin show. I really wish they would have kept changing the graphic. The Sammy and Kevin show. No, the Kevin and Sammy show. No, the Sammy and Kevin show. No, it's the Kevin and Sammy show. That would have been awesome. That would have been great if it just changed randomly just because they they want to put each other over. Um, They brought the reading glasses back for Sammy Zayn. Uh, his little quip about Jason Jordan and forgetting him on his list, and as Kevin Owens says, and he, oh yeah, well that's that's okay because Kurt Angle forgot him for years. <laughs> and as we mentioned earlier, the crowd ood a set a, a bit that is based on something that doesn't actually exist, and which we all understand does not exist. Like we we refuse it. We say no. We know he's not really his son, but that burn was so good <laughs> they had to give it. Oh. oh. You burned him. That's not real, but oh, oh, oh. Well, this
1: this crowd was kind like they were kind of marked. Like, did they did they think he's actually his son?
0: We're not going to talk about Saint Louis. Saint Louis was something else. It was if I could rebook anything, it would be the crowd for Saint <laughs> Louis because they were they were booing Heyman, and they were cheering Roman Reigns, and it was they said
1: Sammy and I, Kevin both
0: suck. They don't. Both yeah. suck. I don't know what they put in the water there, but it was something else. was stupid. Um, and so then later on when Kevin and Sammy had their tag match with Lashley and Stroman, I thought that was awesome. I thought, you know, Lashley did his big strong man thing. And then Stroman just getting outside the ring to bowl over Kevin Owens and then run in and clothesline Sammy Zanes. And he did that like three times. Uh, it was just a great loop. Like that, that gif is just superb. So I, I thought that was done really well. Um, I know that you've talked about your love for Ziggler and McIntyre being back together, yeah, or being together, being together, and the the
1: recombination. I never knew I needed.
0: Yeah, it uh works really well. I've heard people compare it to modern day, and not definitely not. I don't think on this level at least yet. But Ziggler as a Shawn Michaels, and D- Drew McIntyre is his Diesel. Yeah, I could I I I could definitely see that vibe. And I, I think McIntyre has a lot more upside than Kevin Nash did in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I think, I think they really compliment each other. Well, I think it's smart to put them together. Ziegler, you know, again, he, he's a great wrestler, but he just doesn't have much character to him. And every time they try and give him one, he almost seems like Randy Orton and goes back to the back and craps in somebody's bag and <laughs> <laughs> just makes it worse somehow. And Drew McIntyre, you know, coming back up to the main roster, who knows uh, what could happen for him. So, putting him with an established person is smart. So, yeah, I, I, I like their their grouping. And also, their tandem finisher is very, very good.
1: Yes, it is. And that's that's why I know that you could do better with Bray and Matt. But
0: Right. Yeah. the Yeah. Bray and Matt definitely need work on theirs. Uh, the Claymore into the zigzag. The timing could definitely go off, be off, and it would look terrible because uh, you get somebody selling one move while another one isn't hasn't connected yet. Um, But so far, it looks very good. And I also thought that Baron Corbin attacking No Way Jose after his conga line has finally gone all the way backstage was very good. It was another one where I was sitting there waiting. I was like, come on. Come on, Corbin has to come back out and hit him. Come on, that's what he does. He hates fun. He wants to hate this man's fun, and then he did it. And I was I was very happy about that, just because I I, I did not want to see the segment just be no way Jose come out and dance with his group and then leave because that's what it seemed like it was going to be. And then no, luckily it was not. So I was happy with that.
1: Yeah, that 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 was good. I think all those were uh, very well booked. And you, you you forgot to mention the best part of the uh sammy and kevin set up the lawn chair that they had for uh, kurt ankle to sit on that was amazing
0: i also popped for that yes that was good they have these nice cushy office chairs at a desk and then they get one out for oh you have a chair for our guest oh yes of course and yeah it's one of those really cheap lawn chairs one that you would che- get your neighbors yeah. when they came yeah oh, the one that's July. super
1: low to the ground so you can't get up <laughs> so he's like <laughs> sitting like half a foot below them oh it was so great
0: I think it was second only to uh, Dean Ambrose's plant on his show. (laughs) I don't even remember what that show was called. The Ambrose Asylum. That's what it was. Yes. And he had whatever the plant's name was. Robert? I can't remember. but No. It was some generic name. Um, So we're going to move to SmackDown. We're going to grapple with some things over there because I think they did a lot good uh, this week as well. But uh, a couple of things maybe we could rebook for them and i'll start with you i'm going to have you rebook uh so we so we saw nakamura come out to a new theme a new tweak on his theme i should say they added japanese rapping to his Rappiness. theme and i think i think it is good i think it's a good choice i think it i think it i think it's i i still like the theme like you oh, yeah. can't it's- clearly can't sing along with it unless you learn japanese <laughs> i did see uh uh, Translations, quote unquote, for it that basically just involve uh, I hate your crotch and I want it to die, <laughs> <laughs> and something about need to face and all this stuff is it, yeah. If you look those up, if you want some some good chuckles. But um, so what what do you think is another tweak that you could put on his theme that would make him even more unlikable?
1: Okay, so I love it when. They make the music a part of the event, <clears throat> and they've done this a lot with uh, Nakamura. So I want to keep playing with it. I love it when the lady walks down the aisle with him playing the violin part. Right. So we're gonna st- or man or man, but it, I like it better when it's a lady. But uh, <laughs> so what you do is you start with that. So this you'd have to do this up pretty big for. Uh, a pay-per-view but so you have this uh lady in the, the formal orchestra gown walk out pull and she's she's just backlit pull out the violin put the bow to it go to start to play light goes off light goes on to a fat kid with a tuba bump 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 and then you have this, like, you know, band kid follow Nakamura, who's still acting like it's this amazing violin music with him, but it's just some fat kid with a tuba, because nothing, nothing makes people more on edge than tuba solos.
0: No, I agree, and you're, you're, I, I think you're spot on. I think this is very good. I'm, I'm laughing because I'm picturing so. It, Fat kid with tuba. And at first I was thinking Japanese kid. And I'm like, no, 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 if no, you're no, no, Just a white kid yeah. from the city they're in. It's yeah. even better because he has like short shorts on. <laughs> he's playing the tuba and he's just doing his, he does his usual fat kid tuba thing. <laughs> he's just walking, playing the tuba. But Nakamura is beside him doing his usual thing of the.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's shaking his arms that, around people.
0: That that would be, that would be a wonderful teaming. I agree that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good job. i <laughs> I, I. The only problem is, in today's world, I don't think that's going to make him hated more. I think they would love that, and I think when they, by the time they got to WrestleMania, they would have like just an army of fat kids with tubas, <laughs> and they they all play at the same time, but th- because it's the tuba and that's all you're playing, everybody's playing out of sync, <laughs> and it just while Malcolm is still doing his usual thing, so that. I I I agree, except for the part where that's supposed to make him more hated. <laughs> I think that's actually well. Okay, so at the end he does
1: his thing, and then as the fat kid's gonna walk away, he punches him in the dick. <laughs> uh, I
0: I okay. Uh, one time maybe. Yeah, this is just a one time uh, thing. To... I don't
1: want this to be the new thing. I just want this as a let's really piss people off and and you know get them excited for oh they're gonna do the live theme with
0: my college roommate what how
1: how did this happen
0: <laughs> okay uh give me something to grapple with okay so, you have to choose one I so see you have two you have to have choose one okay
1: uh I want you to come up with a list of other things that Carl Anderson can bodyguard in front of to protect AJ Styles
0: okay so we had AJ Styles was wrestling uh, with his buddies with his good brothers um this past week on SmackDown, and yes, we also saw Nakamura basically murdering Carl Anderson in front of AJ Styles while he lays prone, uh, incapacitated on the mat. Uh, it was very, very good, especially the Kinshasa to the back of the head. like that. There's something very uh, execution yeah. <laughs> style about that. Well, he was that. going I, to I
1: kick AJ it. Styles, and Carl Anderson jumped in front of it and like pushed him out of the way. Right, he right. took it for him. Like, that's a good yes. brother right there.
0: It is, it is, and I'm sure they will be rewarded for it. Not, um, you can just put up a sit and no picture provided right here. <laughs> um, okay, so things he could jump in front of to protect AJ Styles. I mean, the bullet is the obvious one. <laughs> You're not gonna and, kill him. Come on, this is wrestling. Well, I mean, we're supposed to believe that Nakamura is trying to kill people with his knee to face. So uh, you have to, again, you have to extrapolate. You have to exaggerate. Um, things he could save him from. He could be about to eat uh, a very greasy meal. (laughs) No, (laughs) there we go. I got this brother. (laughs) And AJ Styles just like looks at him like, what? He gets
1: barbecue sauce all over his chest. It looks like a gaping wound just from smashing his burger against his pectorals.
0: Luke Gallows just leads in and is like, Nerds, (laughs) nerds, 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 nerds. It's like, yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here, Luke. Um, something else he could save him from. He could save him from. Uh, so I know AJ's married, and has kids, and everything, but he's uh he's getting married. It's the the big day, and he's there getting married. <laughs> Carl Anderson comes diving out of nowhere and dives in between the priest and AJ. <laughs> no man, you're throwing your life away. <laughs> And little did, little did they know that Nakamura is in the wedding party, and here he comes back for <laughs> But Boom! Kachasa <laughs> to the back of the head. Uh, th- those are just a couple of ones that I can think of. Nice. Um, we will move to the Booked to Perfection. These smell so sweet. And one is that Nakamura still hates AJ, and he really, really just hates his crotch. Yeah. Like he, I, he is working I, out
1: some crotch issues on that crotch.
0: <laughs> very much. His therapist said, all right, so I know you have these issues. Next time you go in the ring, I want you to focus on the crotch of one person. I want you to do that for several months. This will help you. Trust me, I'm a trained professional. Um, Yeah, and, we, and as we mentioned, the the, the kind of execution of of Carl Anderson at the hands of Shinsuke Nakamura was also good. I, I just love Shinsuke doing this character and I I hope it continues for quite some time and as we'll talk about shortly at the Royal Rumble they did continue that feud and uh it, it, and also showed that it will very clearly continue past that. So, we're getting more of that soon. Um Big Cass, talk about the most improved of the year or week or whatever. Big Cass's mic game has improved considerably. Yeah. Yeah, like I was impressed. His, his his slams against uh well with the miz i guess against brian but he was in there with the miz because he was supposed to have brian on miz tv for his first edition on smackdown live and then Cass comes out and runs down brian and all the people that forgot about him and how it actually gives himself some of the backstory like he was this nerd loser shrimpy nobody and i i, I do i <laughs> i'm gonna steal this uh not surprisingly i'm stealing it for brandon stroud um he talked about that uh big Cassio says like i was a scrawny nerd nobody everybody picked on so i decided to get bigger you know and i i bulked up and i decided to do something about it and so he, pro- he said maybe this proves that you can teach that <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> like, kind of goes against it, everything it you've ever said but yeah, we, but that, that, that makes him even a better heel. Cause yeah. you know, he's always screamed about that with the crowd. They chanted along and that's always been a lie. So that, I think that that works. Um, but yeah, just top to bottom. I, I like that segment. Uh, I think the Miz had something to do with it, but I think cast really has just stepped up. And I also pointed out, I wonder if he was rehabbing his knee or if that was all just a work. And he actually was just rehabbing himself, his ego, <laughs> like his, uh, himself, his mic skills. Like, he just went down to the performance center just to work on his mic skills.
1: Well, I mean, what um, else are you going to do as a wrestler when you're... You, I'm sure as you're rehabbing a knee like that, you can't do much physical <laughs> stuff for a while. So it would make sense if he was just kind of, you know, writing promos and practicing them.
0: Yes. Also, uh, we'll, we're will we not going to talk too long about the Royal Rumble, but uh, hopefully... He is still okay. Uh, Bobby Lashley tried to end his career in the Royal Rumble. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping everything's okay there. We'll get to that shortly. Carmella doing her uh, heel thing out in the ring. I think she is picture perfect as the champion right now SmackDown Live. I think she does a great job uh, being the boisterous heel that everybody wants to catch and just beat the crap out of. Um, the fact that she plays her replay pa- replays her like celebration package three times. And that's when Charlotte cuts it off. Like uh, the fact that that actually went through and, uh, and she says, you know, you're going to, we're going to keep playing it until you cheer. So when you, if you don't celebrate with me at the end, then we're going to keep playing. It. So <laughs> it's just, and also that it forced Charlotte to kind of mix things up and she's wearing all black. Cause she's in mourning. She doesn't have the title anymore and also, you know, comes out all business, like just woos in her face and then throws the table on her, kind of knocks the dust off her shoes, and that's that. And I I just really like the what's going on right there in the title picture is not that is not something I thought I would say after Carmela got the title. Yeah, it's so I'm very pleasantly surprised by that.
1: Yeah, it's turned out way better than I thought it would. Um, I'm glad that we only have one hill champion like if, if it, Alexa Bliss were still the champion on Raw it would be kind of probably too much to, to have two heel two heel connivers as uh, as champion yes Alexa Bliss is, is different she's not quite as chicken shit she's more willing to, to throw down but she'd still rather not she's not going to run near as much as Carmel but it would still be too similar so I'm glad it's a little different but yeah this is a great change of pace and very interesting. I think it's great
0: yes Yes, yes. So, having said that, we are now at the Greatest Royal Rumble. The ma- the the match, the whole show, uh, took around five hours, I think, maybe just under. And that's not surprising when you had ten matches, including a 50-man Royal Rumble. Uh, we're going to run down the card. It's going to be very, very quick. We're not going to look at every match. There were some that were very house show matches, but um, a good card. Uh, John Cena wins his match versus Triple H. And they start the show with that, um, possibly because they, they say it's because they both have such respect for this, this event and the fact that we're getting to do it here. And they wanted to start off the show to really show their appreciation. And I th- I th- from the looks of it, it was more, these are the two oldest guys and they want to get out of the way. <laughs> well, I think they did John want to Cena have was...
1: John Cena kind of do some mic work and kind of he's, he kind of emceed and introed the whole thing afterwards. So
0: that, that works better at the first that's also true and uh it was very clearly a cena crowd like when you have them trading punches in the middle of the ring you get a very clear boo yay uh situation going there but cena wins cena wins clean and uh we start the show off with a bang everybody's happy cena gets a pyro i think when he came out and when he won because the the saudi prince has plenty of money to throw around apparently yes uh there's lots of pyro flying and uh next up cedric alexander Defended his title against Kalisto and won. Hmm. Uh, this this was a a, a good match. I Kalisto uh, brought it against Buddy Murphy weeks ago. I mentioned that was my match of the week when that happened on Two Hundred Five Live. And I think uh, he brought a good fire here as well. But I never, for once, thought Cedric was going to leave without the title. So, yep. Next up, we have mentioned the Deleter of Worlds. Taking the title, well, not taking the titles, but claiming the titles on Raw. So they are now the champs. And uh, again, uh, a fun match. I, th- I think I wouldn't mind seeing this continue, but I don't think it's going to because the bar is now on SmackDown. Yeah, So this
1: was a little foreordained and just, it, like I said, it wouldn't make sense for them not to win. So it was good, though. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see who both of them fight next
0: and up that after that we had jeff hardy defending his new u.s title against the former champ jinder mahal and jinder mahal doing the worst sell of a whisper in the wind i have ever seen because for whatever reason he's still stumbling around after whatever move had just been done jeff hardy climbs the ropes and decides to do a whisper in the wind Jinder did not know this jeff falls flat on his back after at least a second after Matt after Jeff has hit the mat gender decides to fall as well because the whisper I guess in the wind was just that strong and it it looked very 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 bad the wind she was <laughs> so um again we have Mahal on Raw now Hardy is on Smackdown so the US title is staying on Smackdown. Uh, which kind of foretells the ending of yep. an upcoming match. Yep. Put the good one on first next time, guys. Because nah, that's the one I, I wanted
1: to see, and there was more suspense going into it. I could see them going either way, and then obviously the U.S. title has to counteract that. So,
0: Yeah, but there there is another direction they could have gone in the, the Intercontinental title picture. But first we'll get to Uso's Bludgeon Brothers. I will move on when I say the Bludgeon Brothers won, and I agree with nothing they are doing as far as the Usos go, or Bludgeon Brothers.
1: Uh, well, because they can't have Naomi <sighs> come out and shake her butt in Saudi Arabia, so they, they right. had to go this way.
0: Yes, yeah, she the she the siren song for poor Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, or I guess Harper and Rowan, um, on SmackDown. Yes, they were not able to have her present, so they lost. I don't know if this will continue or not, but I I just really don't like anything they're doing in that area. We'll move on because I can't repackage that entire thing in five minutes, whatever we have. Uh, Rollins is victorious against Balor, Joe, and Miz in the match that clearly stole the show. Dude.
1: (laughs) This this had, first off, the spot that I'm sure you're referring to where... uh, Seth Rollins leapfrogs off the ropes onto the ladder. That was amazing. That was just nuts. First person to actually climb a ladder at ladder climbing speed in the history of ladder matches. That was amazing. That's
0: not necessarily true because he's basically just doing the Shelton Benjamin thing. He would do that in his ladder matches, and they would, you know, they, it wows the crowd because it looks amazing. But he, if you do that, you can't jump onto the ladder and then gingerly climb up the rest of the way. Yes. Like that does not look good. So you have to run up and. Uh, I think that sets up him and Balor fighting again for the title because Balor literally smacks the title. Mm -hmm. And then he's not tall enough, it looks like. He's just just so short, he can't quite reach it. So he's clearly trying to get up the next rung so he can finally reach it. And then here comes Rollins to just leap onto the ladder and scurry up and and just start pawing at it until it falls off in his hands. Um, But no, my standout for this match was uh, Samoa Joe. And that's not surprising. Uh, Okay. Yeah, he was great. talk about a man who looks at home with a ladder in his hands. He looks so happy when he had that ladder. <laughs> it's just like, alright! It's like in the video game, when you finally get the weapon, it's like, okay, now this is really gonna be fun. And uh, and the Miz did a great job, too. Like, all men, hats off to, for an awesome ladder match.
1: Oh, yeah. But, um, I really liked the, the Miz bouncing, I think it was Samoa Joe's face off the ladder in the skull crushing finale. That was my physical pop show reaction holy crap moment that looked brutal
0: and another almost botched moment that luckily did not end up being so was when joe set up a ladder in the corner he's wait he's going over to grab i forget who it was to set him up for to throw him into the ladder clearly and right after he leaves the ladder it starts falling over very slowly oh yeah and he just barely missed getting conked on the back or the head or whatever. It it probably would have really hurt. So, and the the announcers even said, "Joe, watch out." <laughs> he snagged it and pulled it
1: onto himself. That like it was, it was an obvious botch. But he, he recovered it like a professional. Like there was no making it not look bad. But he snagged it, and like if you weren't watching, it would have sm- smoothed right in. So I think he handled that very well.
0: Yes. Yes. And uh, again, a uh, match of the show for me. Styles Nakamura ends in a no count out or a double count out, so no winner there. We're going to continue this feud. They'd already been announced, I believe, to fight a backlash again, so we're just going to continue this. Um, I don't hate that. I, I think this match actually had more intensity because Nakamura's already a heel mm-hmm. and I think they gave him maybe a little more time as well, and I it, it was a good match. I I think shinsuke not showed a little bit more intensity not quite as much as i would have liked considering what he's done these last several weeks since mania so uh i'm interested to see it continue i hope he just gets more and more vicious and yeah uh, that's kind of where we left that match but it it was very good
1: yep i enjoyed it aj styles got punched in
0: the dick yes and 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 a good way too like he does the phenomenal forearm ref covers up because he's about to get hit and then you know styles being the sympathetic face that he is checks on the ref and while he does he gets fist to crotch uh rusev undertaker never a question undertaker takes it uh he does roll both men into the casket that was kind of an interesting wrinkle uh, Aiden English just just flies too well not to throw him up for a choke slam and roll him into the casket as well. So mm-hmm. uh, they both end up there. They both get buried softly, brother. And uh, Lesnar Reigns was a decent match while it lasted, with a screwy finish, which means we are definitely going to continue that feud. And
1: I'm pissed.
0: I. What exactly are you pissed about?
1: Okay, so if you're going to do a screwy finish, make sure it's one that you can't screw up. And if you screw it up, don't show the replay several times and tell me I'm seeing something else.
0: Well, it also depends on their interpretation of the rules. Because the cage match has always been weird because you can escape the cage, meaning you can get over the top. Or you can go through the door, which they just open for you now. Um, Or you can pin them or submission so there's, it's like literally any way you could possibly think of. So they go with Roman Reigns spears Brock Lesnar through the cage to the floor, which it leads to a screw finish automatically because what, what do you, that is quote unquote escaping the cage. Okay. They Who specifically said
1: several times, both feet hit the floor. They kept, I know it's a Royal rumble and you, that phrase just kind of rolls off your tongue, but they just kept saying both feet hit the floor. Clearly. Both of Roman Reigns' feet hit the floor before Brock Lesnar, because he's got his his legs flopping around like a beetle in the air. Whereas, Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: It, it's basically, so Brock Lesnar's back hits first, because his back hits the with the cage. So I think that's why they called it the way they did. But yeah, the feet of Roman Reigns clearly roll off of the cage first, because he spikes himself. Yeah. Like, he... When you spear somebody through the ropes, through a cage, onto the floor, something's going to happen, and he does. He kind of spikes himself on the floor, so he's laying there. But yeah, his feet are on the floor, so he clearly won. So It's just a smaz finish that it was unnecessary and looked bad, and And will again, like I said, continue the feud. They are going to fight again.
1: They booked it that way, or they called it that way, because that's how they booked it, and it really just kind of looked like Brock Lesnar didn't care enough to put his feet down like he could have finished it the whole match was just I'm gonna do this move I'm gonna do that move it was very it was another boring Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar match they have the same style of let's just hit our move over and over it was Germans to Spears to Superman punches to F5s like there was literally nothing interesting and they can't even be bothered to get the finish right I mean it was a cool spot I loved the idea of him going through there and if they had done something with it, but it I was, I was really bothered by this match, and I'm really i I'm just done
0: with both well, these guys. Unfortunately we're not. I know. We are gonna see more. And that's why we I'm are, mad. Uh, I
1: have to watch another one of
0: these. I I think Lesnar is the problem WWE does not need mm-hmm. because of what Paul Heyman said before of if he's not the champion, he's not gonna be here. Because if that's true, then that means he's going to be the champion for a long time to come because he you know has a new deal. We still don't know exactly what that deal is. I hope it doesn't take him through SummerSlam. I hope it ends and I hope it was just for a few more dates and just to put Roman Reigns over finally and just get the title on him so we can so we can move to the next thing. Yeah, let's we have to move to the next thing. We have to have him fight new people. This is getting old. Nobody cares. Well, and they keep should have done I Go ahead i think they should have done it there because at least there the crowd is not going to boo the crap out of roman reigns necessarily like they will if he wins here in the states yep and they
1: keep saying like everyone said oh brock lesnar's the biggest draw in wrestling he's the business he gets all the casuals does he i really want to know like what they're basing that on if you tune into wrestling because of brock lesnar Let me know. Like, I like Brock Lesnar. I think he's an imposing figure. I think he's a good character. I think he could do a lot with him. I love Paul Heyman. But if we have to keep him in the same thing and we have to stymie the storytelling and the division because of him, he's not worth it. I don't think he brings... I don't think anyone comes just for him and would stop tuning in if he wasn't there.
0: I agree. With all points. Move on to the Royal Rumble. Uh, We cannot talk about everything because, good lord, there's 50 men have some big returns. We have hornswoggle.
1: That's a small return. Making
0: his return it is a small return. Very literally. Um I'm pretty sure he eliminated somebody. I can't remember who it was. He definitely bit Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Good. Someone should bite Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Um uh, we did have one of the colognes show up, and they did actually specifically mention they are on SmackDown. So that that is that is one mystery solved. We know where the colognes are. Good, I was wondering. Insh. Um, Strowman comes in at number forty-one. He was the pick for a lot of people to win it, which makes smart sense, especially because he did win. Um, Elias coming out uh, shortly thereafter, and he. Oh, no, sorry, he came out before that. But when he enters, he's singing a song, playing to the crowd. They still say Walk with Elias there, so even he's even popular, as he says, worldwide. <laughs> Doing a world tour. Um, he starts to sing a song, and then he sees an opportunity and jumps in the ring and dumps three people at once. <laughs> yes, he came in at 20, uh, dumps Kofi, Woods, and Connor all at once. And uh, that, that was a nice moment. Um. Get some 205 Live guys, some NXT guys, guys like Roddick Strong, uh, Baba Tunde, who I don't know who that is, but he is massive, like great Khali sized. And, uh, you know, he's he's just a big guy. I don't think I've ever seen him before, but they mentioned he's from NXT. Um, Dale Bryan is the first entrant, and he stays in there till the very end. So they made a point of saying he is the longest. Running Royal Rumble entrant ever with an hour and five minutes, which you know doesn't make doesn't actually I think count because this is not a typical Royal Rumble, but whatever you want to say, that's cool. It was awesome that he lasted that long. He did spend a lot of it laying in the corner, but my God, I don't know what somebody did to his chest. But please, be careful with him. Yeah, he looked it. It looked like rotten meat by the end of the match it looked disgusting he looked really cut up it was it was tough
1: to look at but it, it was very yeah. impactful like it it did ex- it accomplished exactly what they wanted so
0: it did um so uh fun bits by the end we get Shane McMahon is in there with Brian and Kevin Owens so we get a little re- renewing of that rivalry um <sighs> I like that but yeah, it, it
1: really made it obvious that Sami Zayn wasn't there which was unfortunate
0: it did um at one point, uh, so da- Shane hits coast-to-coast on Strowman, and uh, everybody loves that because they're trying to get rid of Strowman. They know he's the one to beat, and Shane looks <laughs> very, very tired by that time. And so Ke- uh, Dale Bryan sets him up for another one in the corner, this time on Kevin Owens, and <laughs> unfortunately, Strowman is up, and he decides to take Shane and grab him by the throat and throw him from the top turnbuckle all the way to the announcer's table. That was where Shane cool. McMahon is done.
1: Like, I'm a little sick of Sh- Shane O'Mac high spot, but that one was pretty good.
0: Uh, it was very good. Uh, they they braced for it for a while. Like, you could see Shane, like, getting his feet under him. Like, I need to jump a long distance for this to work. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not going to make it. Uh, it was very good. Um, Strowman, as we said, wins. Uh, he and Lashley... Uh, kind of not really team up, but they're you know the big guys, so they kind of dump people for a while. Lashley actually gets dumped by Strowman, and then Jericho and Owens also get dumped. Owens, I, I, I don't like Kevin Owens' spot right now. I hope he gets a shine back on him because yeah, since he's with Sami Zayn, that's kind of what they're doing, and that's fine. But he just got dumped unceremoniously, like they just kind of mentioned, hey, and Kevin Owens is out. Yeah, and that's just that that sucks for him. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. Big cast comes in. And he's a big guy, so Bobby Lashley says, hey, it's going to look cool when I get him up in my uh, vertical suplex. So he does. Nope, that doesn't go well. Puts him back down. All right, get on your feet, and let's try it again. And as the cameras cut away, because they clearly see that this man was almost murdered, uh, Lashley just turns it into an accidental brain buster and just drops Cass right on his head. And Cass lays there for a while. The paramed, the not paramedics, the refs are checking on him. Like, are you okay? Like, did you die? I think he was okay. Did you die? I, it was a scary moment, and I, I would not be surprised to see something come out of that because it was, it was definitely a botch. And uh, then Cast gets the big heel spot and dumps Daniel Bryan after he's been in there the entire match, and then Strowman dumps him and wins the match. So that is your greatest Royal Rumble the first time ever Braun Strowman the winner of giant trophy with swords and a thing and also the green title belt which I imagine he'll carry for at least a week I don't know Uh, I would love to see him just compare it to everybody else's titles like mine's green (laughs) (laughs) yours is red yeah green's better
1: People with belts fight. I want to fight you. Belt fight. And then they smash their belts together and they get tangled up because apparently that's how your things work.
0: Callback. All right. And that wraps up the week. A weird, weird week. But a fun one. And I, 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 a lot of good wrestling stuff. And I can't wait to see what they do this coming week. With everything that's been set up and continued. And now we're working towards Backlash, which will be happening a week from tomorrow as of this recording and uh they they ran that card down right after the royal rumble uh finished because you know that we got to start going to the next thing and it's going to have a lot of the same matches because you know we haven't had a whole lot of time to plan all this stuff so
1: well and i didn't realize it was a uh, a
0: co-branded so that's they all all pay-per-views going forward are co branded oh are they they're so they're back yes. to that uh that's have you not seen the stupid music promo that they're putting on all the time now Uh, is that what that was I was at work so Uh, I was only like half oh it's uh, that's not good we can't do anything with these people well get used to it because until next Wrestlemania at least it's all going to be co-branded unless it goes horribly wrong and they decide to rewrite that Uh, that is the plan going forward so yeah all right Get, get ready for lots of red and blue. I'm guessing that's going to be in every single logo from here until eternity. But we'll be here. We'll be watching it all. We'll be rebooking it. We'll be enjoying everything we see. And we hope you will join us on the next episode of Pro Grapplers. You can find me on Twitter at the Jason Sigler, all one word. I'm
1: at Idahobo, also one word, because how would it not?
0: Yes very very true um find us at our home on anchor hopefully you can find our podcast on all services by now i was just told that it was on something called i forget what it's called but they 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 sent me an email yesterday saying hey you're also on this network it's like radio network i'm like okay i don't know what the hell that is but (laughs) sure if people use it to listen to our show that's fine That'd be great. That Watch, that'll be like our biggest audience <laughs> will be on that one random ass network of podcasts. That would be perfect. Welcome um, listeners of that. Yes, but we are technically a new podcast. So please rate and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you find your shows. Please tell your friends and enjoy all the wrestling. Until next time, I have been amazing Jason Sigler. And
1: I will always be Steve the Shinkeker
0: We'll see you next time on the next episode of Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers.